I'm Mike and I'm Adam and this is Stuff and Waffle, two friends talking about stuff and often as not waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars but not this week. This week is a little unusual. This week's a little special uh, for two reasons. Uh, firstly, this is the first podcast we've recorded actually face-to-face. Mm, I'm staring at you. You are. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> but here we are in a room. Uh, and the second reason that makes this one special is that we're talking about just one car. I don't just mean one particular type of car, but one specific car. Mm. And the subject of this week's podcast is the DeLorean time machine from Back to the Future, a car that is very close to my heart, very close to your heart, I believe, Mm. and sat on the table between us is something that took me three years to create. It's my one-eighth scale model um, of the original DeLorean time machine, what's known as the A-car, the car... Uh, from the original movie, from the first movie. Um, And that's what we're here to talk about. Very good. Yes. And it does look good as well, doesn't it? Well, I'm rather partial to it. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I'm trying to... There's a lot to digest. Mm, There is. Um, We should probably set some context for people not um, so familiar. Yeah, Um, yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. So, Back to the Future, made in 1985, um, features... A DeLorean as effectively one of the characters of the film, one of the stars of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, went through a number of iterations with it. Um, I believe the time machine was originally going to be a refrigerator. Um, I've heard that. That was going to be on the back of a pickup truck and uh, Doc had to take it to some nuclear facility to power it and it was all a bit clunky and they mm. were concerned that kids would start locking themselves in refrigerators and they'd get sued and yes but the idea of making the time machine mobile was was right and they stuck with that and one of them said well we should why don't we just make it a car Mm. um and the only car that made sense it was in the news at the time um because stories because the company had just collapsed and uh, DeLorean had just um, won his case, um, uh, the drugs trial, um, was the DeLorean. Mm. And they just looked at it and said, well, it's perfect. It looks futuristic. It looks very striking. Um, we can do something with this. So mm. they handed it over to a number of people to submit designs. <laughs> um, varying ideas came in. Um I think one of the guys who worked on Star Wars submitted some designs, but they were very kind of sleek and slick and mm. manufactured, and that's not what they were going for. They wanted something that looked like it had been made by this crazy guy in his in his garage. Yeah, it's a bit industrial, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit dangerous. Uh, they wanted it to feel very kind of a bit rough and ready, a bit homemade, like he just sort of got one bit working and stuck it on and then got the next bit working and stuck mm. that on and wired them together and just sort of kept going. Um, and... Um, so they chose the design that kind of looked the roughest, the most homemade, the most dangerous. Um, and they handed it over to uh, a company called Film Tricks. Um, and they purchased three DeLoreans for the production of the first film. Um, 
One of them, I think, cost about $18,000, one cost about $12,000, and one cost about $9,000. So they were varying qualities, mm. all used cars, obviously. Um, and they called them A, B, and C. The A car was the first one finished. It was the most detailed. It had everything on it. Um, all the lights and bits and bobs worked mm-hmm. um, to a point. And um, that was the, the hero prop. That was the main car for the film. The B car um, wasn't quite as detailed. It was used for a lot of the long shots, a lot of the driving sequences were mm-hmm. all done with the B car. Uh, and the B car was the one that was eventually hit by the train at the end of the third film. Oh, so that's no longer with us. So that's gone. Uh, well, it, bits of it are, are with us. I believe it's hanging from the roof uh, of the Hard Rock Cafe um, at the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, it's sort of upside down. Oh, right. But it's quite crumpled. Yeah, it's... Because it was hit by a train. Mm. The C car was a DeLorean that they cut in half in order to get cameras right in on the actors. Okay. So they could sit them in it and get, get close-ups. Yeah. That was eventually dismantled. Um, so the only car from the first film that still exists is the A car. Um, it's now in the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles. Um, and it underwent an extensive renovation in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, like the James Bond DB5 it was really abused <laughs> for a long time and then basically just abandoned um, mm. and there wasn't much of it left yeah. it was pretty knackered um, yeah it's not loved and all. they wanted it for some I think it was when Nike brought out the the sort of replica trainers oh yeah 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 and Universal Studios said, oh, we should get the time machine out and start promoting it. And they went looking for it because they'd lost track of where it was. Oh, God. And it was basically just dumped on the back lot. And it was literally just falling to pieces. There was loads of bits missing. Uh, yeah, I mean, people. it was just out in the open. Anybody could walk onto the, onto the back lot and just mm-hmm. go up and play with it. And yeah. it was, the crazy thing was that for a lot of the time, the keys were in it. <laughs> So you could, you could just have it. Well, you, you could, probably couldn't. You probably could. Well, I don't think it ran oh. um, very well because you know it hadn't been driven properly for years. They used it for a lot of promotional work on uh, after the movie on the uh, theme park, and mm-hmm. they had an actor playing Doc Brown who would drive the car around. Um, and you know, do shows for people. Mm. But it was a movie prop. It wasn't meant to be used like that. I mean, no. you know, it was built to last for a matter of weeks for filming. It wasn't meant to last for years no. and years and years being used every day. No. And it just started to fall apart. And when they'd had enough of that, they actually had some replicas built um, to put in the theme parks. Yeah, because that'll do. That'll do, because yeah. nobody knows the difference. No. And the A-car was just dumped on the back lot, and it was... It, you could see it. There was a bus tour that went around the site and they'd sort of lined it up under a carport with loads of other movie cars. Mm. Um, and it was just there. But it was outside in the elements. You know, it was being baked by the California sun and it just it just fell apart. And yes. when when people were tired of Back to the Future and they closed the ride, they just it just got dumped on the back lot and there it sat um, mm. until 2013 when they realised... Oh, it would be quite nice, perhaps, if we preserved these yeah, things. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt to pop that in a museum, would it? Yes. Um, so they commissioned um, a restoration of the car, uh, which took 12 months to do. 
painstaking restoration um, by a guy who fortunately I had access to when I built the model. Um, yeah, that's going to come in handy, isn't it? A guy called Joe Walser who led the restoration team um, and uh, through a, f a Facebook uh, group, uh, I had access to talk to him directly and get um, hundreds of photographs and measurements and specs mm. of what was on the car in order to make my build as accurate as possible, which is what I was striving to do. Has he seen the finished article? He has seen pictures of it, mm. yes. Um, and he did comment on Facebook that it was one of the best he'd ever seen. Which ah, was, that, very good. Was, that was it for me then. That's, that's all it. That's all I need. Ruined the pants <laughs> and off all, you go. That's all I need. Yeah, that'll yes. do. It was one of the best he'd seen, was what he said. Um, considering he's built one of these himself. <laughs> so, From the same base kit? Yes. Okay. But he didn't do any mods to his. Right. He just built it as it came. Uh, this is, as you know, heavily modified. Pretty much everything on here has been either replaced or modified. Mm. Um, I suppose you should tell the nice people what, what it started life as. I should. Um, it was an Eagle Moss uh, one eighth scale uh, self-build. So it was one of these things where you subscribe and you get a set of parts every month. Mm. Um, and it was over two years that the parts were being delivered. I didn't start building it immediately. Um, I've never done anything like that before. I've always been a bit sceptical of them, mm. that they're a bit crap or that you know the company will go bust halfway through <laughs> and you know all that kind of stuff. Well, fortunately, that didn't happen. And some of it was very good. Mm. Some of it wasn't. But this whole community built up with some very talented people um, who wanted to do the same kind of thing that I did. I mean, not hundreds of people, only a handful, really, mm. globally. And there were a couple of quite talented people who started to design 3D-printed replacement parts, which were far more accurate than what came with the kit. Mm. And they also started to produce, uh, produce electronics boards that would make the flux capacitor work. And what they... As in visually, you're visually. not, not time-travelling no, no. at this point. Well, I've never tried taking it up to 88 miles an hour. I mean, it might work. Well, you you don't necessarily need eighty eight. You need just scale. Ah, uh, scale eighty eight. Yeah. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. So if I drop it down the stairs, mm. um, I'm don't not going to not going to do that. Um, so there's electronics boards in it that make the things work um, visually, um, and uh, it tested my soldering skills on all that mm. front because there's a lot of custom LED lighting in it as well. Um, Fiddly by the look of it. You could say that. Um, I'm, I'm looking, and mm, I don't mind a bit of soldering, but... I'm not very good at it, but good. it seems to work. Um, but I can see lights. And you can't can see, see a flux capacitor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we, we, the cascade over there in the corner, and you've got mm. the roof lights, and yes, it's all there. It's all there. Um, so, yeah, hyper-accurate. So I studied the original photographs and measurements of the original mm -hmm. um, and really got to know it. And no detail too small, really. It was, it was quite a process. Um, learning about the original car. Um, well, that's half the fun, isn't it? That is half the fun of it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That is half the fun of it. And a lot of it is um, is military surplus. A lot of the parts they got, they got from military surplus stores oh, in okay. California. A lot of it's uh, military aircraft parts. Um, 
stuff from experimental helicopters and stuff. In fact, I believe one of the guys on the team, I don't know if it was when he was restoring the A-car or when he was building his own time machine replica, but he actually got a call from some military intelligence guy because hmm. he'd been searching for a particular type of hose. Right. Some sort of hydroflow braided hose. Yeah. Um, which I think is one of the ones on the driver's side there on the rear deck. Mm. And um, they called him up and started to quiz him about why he wanted this thing, because it turned out it's a classified part. Oh, right. Oh, and someone in the in the original team making yeah. it found it in the It must have got place. slung out at yeah. some point by accident. And they wanted to know why he was he building a bomb or something like that because oh, it's this God. it's a classified but so there's some really really rare stuff on it, mm. um, a lot of which had gone missing when they came to do the restoration. So not only had they got really rare parts, they then had to try and find them again. <laughs> so, I suppose so. if it had just been left out and such like, people would have had a little souvenir, wouldn't they? Absolutely, yeah. loads of it was gone. They did have an amnesty. Um, Bob Gale, the director and writer of the film, put uh, not the director, the writer of the film, put out um, this message on the internet saying we're restoring the original car. Um, a lot of parts are missing. A lot of parts are very rare. We want to try and get as much original kit as we can. Mm-hmm. If you have anything, send it back to us. No questions asked. Yeah, um, nice. And they got quite a lot of things back, including the original flux capacitor. Which was missing from the oh, car. You mean, that, that's quite a thing to tell somebody. Somebody had actually it? had it away <laughs> with the flux capacitor. I was thinking gone. a little clip or something like that. Not that no, no, no. that's ballsy. That flux is. capacitor was gone. The time circuits were gone. The plutonium reactor top on the what back did, was gone. How um, do you casually wander off with that? Nobody was watching. Oh my goodness! Man. It was just all open. Not wonder though if it's if it was like you say theme park and such like that's that's a a funny thing to walk out of the gate with at the end of- it's Bye. it's a bit strange i grant you mm. but the people obviously got away with it mm. the security obviously was a bit lax but mm. there was loads of bits missing plus what was there a lot of the wiring down the sides and things i mean it had been out in the sun oh, for yeah, 25 that's... years all the colors were bleached out of it mm. um so they had to try and uh, they found the original uh, company that supplied a lot of the wire because a lot of it's been out of production. It was really unusual colours that they don't make anymore. Mm. And they get, went back to this company and said, have you got any of this stuff in stock? And they managed to find some of the original colours. Right. That was quite a challenge, actually, matching the colour. I mean, I haven't been able to do it because you simply it's simply not available. Um, right. Some of the wiring is not quite the right colour, um, but it is as the right... As close as you can get it. As close as I can get it. Um, and where it all is, the positioning of every cable tie, every clip, everything is as close I was to the real comment one. on the cable ties. I love those. They are re- they're actual cable ties. There's a chap in Plymouth who makes them, who makes miniature cable ties. And they do actually, you can almost, if you listen, you can hear them, you know, make that yeah. zip noise. They are actual cable ties. They do, they actually hold the cables together. That's crazy. I like that. Um, but the positioning of every one, I've studied the photographs um, and got it, got it spot on. Um, so the photographs that you got for that, were they from after it was restored? Well, the restoration, of course, was trying to match 
precisely to what was done originally. Yeah. Um, it's a mixture of both, mm. um, but they are generally the same thing okay. because they were working with photographs of the original car um, that were taken when it was first built mm -hmm. at Film Tricks. So um, a lot of what I've got, I have photographs of both the original build, but a lot more of how it is now because mm. obviously when they restored it, they documented it. Yeah. And there's a lot of photographs online of it now at the Peterson. Um, oh yeah plenty of that it's in it's hugely photographed and videoed so yes yeah, um, no shortage i suppose on that front so i suppose it's kind of how it's mostly how it is now but that, that in was... in theory it's the same thing yeah 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 well that's it they've they've tried to do the best it was the same car all from the same yeah i mean i've heard it said it's kind of a replica of itself now because they had to replace a lot a lot of yeah. it um or remake some of it, refinish some of it. Like the original vents, they have the original vents on it, but there was kind of a light restoration done in the early 90s where they were sprayed black. Well, they're not supposed to be black. Um, so they had to strip them back and re-weather them, right, okay. if you like. Yeah. Um, uh, weathering was a whole technique I'd never done before. Um, yes, we can see the weathering on your vents. Very yes, good. you see the weathering on my vents. Um the engine and the underside is weathered because they didn't restore it mechanically. It doesn't run. Oh, it's still a turd in that sense. Yeah. Right. The engine is just a rusty lump and the chassis is, you know, is all filthy. And they didn't, they cleaned it, but the, the there was no requirement for it to ever run again. Um, so the engine has had it and um, mm. and I've replicated that. So it's weathered underneath um yeah, we can see that we've got a mirrored base we've got a mirrored base so you can in fact if you look carefully you might see my uh, my uh, weathered exhaust manifold um so it's can uh, see, i can see your weathered sump yeah there you go i yes, no, never thought i'd say that th no <laughs> there's a phrase that doesn't come up too often <laughs> nice sump um and the exhaust and all that kind of which was a modified exhaust uh, not original um, um, interestingly, on the exhaust front, if you've changed that, was that originally from the kit as a plastic part, or was that a metal part? Uh, plastic. Um, what is, is it now? It is 3D printed, so it's okay, resin, right. effectively. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the muffler, we should call it, because it's Quite. an American car, is um, from the kit, but modified with um, weld lines, and, and it's been weathered, but the ends of the exhausts are um, a replacement, because uh, they'd rooted them wrong. Okay. You say you did the weathering for weld lines. What did you use for that? Mm. That was very tricky. Um it's a mixture. Sometimes you can achieve it with um, uh, just with paint, just to mm. make it look right. Um, but in other places, it's um, modelling putty. All right, okay. Just very sparingly placed, and then you can use like a plastic spudger to okay. um, to make it look right, and then you paint over the top of it. Okay. And once you've painted it, the key is in the painting. Once you've painted it, it starts to look starts to look right yeah um and what what techniques can you recommend for weathering with your paints then oh well i'm a big fan of the tamiya products well it um, was 
Well, who isn't? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So it's all Tamir. Um, they do um, a number of um, kits of pastels with right. yeah. brushes and sponges and things like that that you can use to um, to weather and then um, clear varnish over the top to seal it all in. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, certainly on the vents that you can see, that's what that was. That's what that was um, partly done with was. Mm -hmm just you know um brushed on uh a pastel and then a clear coat over the top then um uh, an aerosol spray um where you spray it there's two techniques you spray it from a long way off <laughs> so that the paint is is part dried by the time it hits the part okay and that gives you a very specific sort of speckled dusted effect okay um, that you can use to make something look dusty or lightly rusted, something like that. Um, and the other technique is that you spray it, but you aim slightly away from the part oh, so right. that the overspray hits the part rather than the spray itself. Okay. okay. Quite wasteful, I suppose. From that a, view, is but... in that sense, and if you, I'm assuming you weren't doing that in your office. No. Um, because if you're doing that kind of crazy spraying, you're going to have interesting coloured walls. No, that was all done outside. Okay. Because uh, I don't have a spray booth or anything like that. So, And I don't have um, an airbrush. This was all just done with aerosol. Just cans. Yeah. Just rattle cans. Yeah, mm. Tamiya rattle cans. Uh, never done anything like this before, but I was so determined to get it right. Um, several things on here have been done more than once. <laughs> this going to happen now. Yes. Um, Can't yes, be helped. yes, there were several things done more than once. Either the part was stripped back and then repainted, or I had to abandon it and get another one. Mm. <laughs> that has happened. Okay, um, right. What percentage of parts have been replaced with better ones? Your three D printed treats and such like. Ooh, a percentage. Um, I'll accept a 5% tolerance either way. <laughs> Will you? Yeah. That's very kind. Yeah. You have no way to prove either way. Um, it's fine. Uh, I would say... I would say at least... At least 70%, possibly more. That was tips. Yeah. Right. A lot. Um, the... Yeah, a lot. I mean, and even parts that haven't been replaced have been, have had some work modified. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at it, and I'm assuming we've got all the the body panels are as they came. They are well. Well, I mean, in, in terms of finish, perhaps not, but no. they are the parts that were shipped. Yes, correct. The body panels, the tires. The alloy wheels, they've been painted because they chromed them. I don't know why they chromed them. Yeehaw. They're not, yes, quite. Um, front and rear fascias, um, which actually are metal on this, but plastic on the real car, ironically. Um, <laughs> That's a bit... <laughs> yes. Um, and the flux bands, which are the, the kind of ducting that goes around the back and the front of the car, the sort of perforated. Mm. Uh, those are as they came, but the screws and the brackets are replacements. Um, the screws were uh, too big um, as and black, which was wrong. They yeah, needed to be, yeah, that, yeah, that needed to be uh, silver and smaller. So I got a watchmaker's kit 
and they're they're all screws from from that. Okay, um, that works really well. Um, and there's other little clamps and things on there which I've made using um, aluminium tape, just wrapped around oh, right, to okay. make it look like metal clamps. Uh, nice. Those are those are all over the flux bands, uh, all the way around. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. But yeah, a lot. I mean, the the front grill, the DMC badge are three D printed. Um, the the DMC center caps mm-hmm. are not original. The lovely chap in Plymouth makes those. The Goodyear Eagle GT decals on the tires are not original. Um, well, do they have any? They they did, but they got the Goodyear logo wrong. And that wasn't good enough. So that had to be scrubbed off and um, replacement. And those are rub-on dry transfers. Mm -hmm. And then the tyres have had a a matte uh, clear coat put over the top to seal them in. Uh, Which actually gives them quite a nice rubber effect. I was going to say they do look rubbery. Mm, I mean, they are rubber. um, Mm. But the the matte varnish really makes it look... I'm not a fan of the shiny tyre. I know it's a big thing in in the detailing world. Um, but I'm not a fan of the shiny tire. The the wet look. Mm, um, it's a difficult one to pull off, isn't it? It is because it's not um, it's not natural. No. I don't think, uh, and I, I really didn't want that on on this. No, um, no, that doesn't really work. No, so, when you when you've got a weathered manifold and such like a, a shiny tire is really not going to. It's not going to work. I wanted the car because at the beginning of the first movie, the car. Because it's an 81, it's an August 81 DeLorean. So the car is at most four years old. Yep. So it's going to be a little bit worn, but it's not going to be, it's not ancient. No, no, it's um, not going to be ragged. But So no. I wanted to try and strike that balance, that the car is not new. So the upper side of it is, it's like it's been washed, mm. but the underside is still, still grubby and the engine is... You know, is yeah. oily and and weathered. So, um, but yeah, I, to come back to your question, yeah, a lot. Um, yeah, I, I would say at least seventy percent of it is not as it came. Um, okay. What was the bit that made you swear the most? <laughs> well, there's lots. There's... No, there would have been one that would have been unrepeatable and something nearly thrown mm. possibly the model itself possibly uh there were there have been i mean i say it took me three years there were some gaps in that mm. i mean obviously i have a job uh, and a yeah, family the, the, so yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a full-time occupation mm. uh, and there were weeks went by on some occasions where it didn't get touched yeah um what was the bit that caused the most oh so many things <laughs> i would say Probably the overhead console on the interior. Is that because of wiring? Partly because of wiring and partly because it's it's quite an intricate part. There's quite a lot to it. There's about 10 or 11 separate pieces. They're all lit up in different colours. There's wiring between them. Um, and it has to be mounted upside down. <laughs> In a very tight space because it's yeah. the roof of the car. Yeah, that's not got much um, space to work with. Since I finished this, there's a chap who's actually produced a circuit board that goes in behind. The, the whole, pretty much everything on that roof piece is 3D printed. It's not kit parts. Right. 
Um, and there's a chap that's produced circuit boards to go in behind each bank of switches with micro LEDs on in, in exactly the right places. That didn't exist when I did this. So each of those switches is an individual soldered in micro LED. Oh dear. That I mean, well done, but took forever. Wow. Um, three banks of switches, all the switches, different colors. Um, some of them on, some of them off, like the A car. Um, so when you say different colours, is it actually a different coloured LED or is it a different coloured piece of plastic showing an LED? The, it's, different coloured, it's different coloured LEDs, but I wanted it to look like the right colour even when it wasn't lit up. Right, yeah, yeah. Like the real car. Mm. So the 3D printed little buttons are all individually painted with clear... Coloured clear coat, yeah, yellow, green, red, and then an individual coloured LED behind it. Okay. The door lights are the same. Um, the door lights were very weak on the original model. The original model was battery powered. This is mains powered. Ah, I, I, conver I converted it to mains in order that a I could get I could use more LEDs, mm -hmm. could use brighter LEDs, and I could use the EL wire. Um, I forget what the, the electro electroluminescent yeah, wire. Sounds, I think like it's effectively you know long thin LED um, for lighting up the front and rear flux bands yeah. um, in blue, which on the original car were white. And this is a big point oh. of contention amongst the time machine builders community. Not just people who built this model; people who build real. Oh, is it going to kick off replicas? The original car in the movie used neon. It was white phosphorescent neon. Nice. Powered by some enormous generator that was off <laughs> off screen. Yes, they didn't have such treats as lithium and such. And like. no LEDs. Um, but it was white. But white neon on film appears a kind of bluey purpley colour. Yeah. So it came out blue, then um, Industrial Light and Magic added all the electric sparking effects and yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But the original car was white. Um, but I chose to make it the blue as it appears on screen. This was also a debate they had when restoring the original car. In They had to make certain decisions about things. Yeah. For example, the time circuits that are on the dashboard. Mm. Um the month is shown as the three-letter, you know... Abbreviation. Yeah, yeah. NOV for yeah. November, OCT for October, etc. That's how it appears on screen. Yep. But that was the B car. The A car, the month was the digit. So 10 for October, 11 for November, etc. Right. And that's how both cars were originally. Okay. But they looked at it and they said, oh, it's a lot of numbers. We should try and break this up. Maybe we make the month the, the letters. Yep. So when the audience gets a quick shot of it, you can quickly see 26th of October 1985. Well, I suppose that helps as well because in different regions of the world, those numbers are... Yeah, like and the orders. date formats are yep. different and all that kind of stuff. So, But they only needed it for one shot. So they only changed them in the B car. Okay. The A car still had the month digits in it now if you're restoring it accurately to how it was you should put 
the month numbers in, but they thought, well, that's not what people are going to expect to see because nobody's ever seen that outside the people that actually worked on the film. Mm, this is true. Now, when people so, turn up at the museum and the doors... Yeah, up, and they're going to say, well, I don't remember it being like that. Are you sure this is the real car? Mm. And, you know, you're going to get it questioned. So they changed it and made it... What did they do about the bands? The bands, I have never seen actually lit up. I don't think they did anything about it. Oh, you it. think they just glossed over that? I don't think they light up on the on the re- on the restored car. Mm. I don't think they put the neon. I mean, they weren't going to put neon on it. No. Clearly, they could have done it with LEDs, but I I've never seen them lit up. It was never mentioned in any of the information from Joe Walser. Mm. He never talked about it. I don't think they light up at all. Okay. On the A car anymore because they don't want them to in the museum because it would be too much. Yeah, so it's going to ruin people's photographs. Yeah, well. and you people filming it, it's going to start that strobing effect yeah. that LEDs do. So I think they just said, "Don't, mm. don't do it, don't bother." The the bands themselves were missing; they'd gone. Oh right. So they had to remake them from scratch. Okay. Um, and and they didn't bother lighting them. I think by the time they'd finished remaking them, mm. they just had enough of that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So and that that was that. Oh. So they don't, but. Um, the time circuits are quite nice, particularly for me, because they read the date October 26, which is my birthday. Well, that's quite handy, isn't because it? that is the day the, the car first first travels in time. Well. Um, so I quite like that. Um, and, and crucially, the, uh, the the speedo is at the correct moment. It's it, well, it, well, well, it is and it isn't. Okay. The DeLorean's speedometer, this is a deliberate mistake. Mm. at least that's what I'm calling it the DeLorean's speedometer the actual instrument panel is a replacement that's mm-hmm. not as it came um, again shout out to Mike Lane in Plymouth um, uh, the DeLorean speedometer reads 88 miles an hour but the digital speedometer that sits on top of the dash reads zero as it does in the Peterson Okay. That, that is how the A car is now. All right, that's. Um, but they had to replace the speedometer. Even in the film, they had to replace the speedometer because the DeLorean comes from that time, where in America, they thought if you didn't make the speedometer go past the speed limit, nobody would speed. So the DeLorean's maximum speed, according to its instrument panel, is eighty-five miles an hour. Excellent. And they wanted it to go to eighty-eight, so they had to produce a bespoke speedometer that went up to 90. Was there a particular reason why they picked 88? I think Bob Gale said it just sounded, it was easy to remember, it sounded cool. Um, uh, There was no scientific basis behind it, obviously. Um, No, no, I I don't think uh, there's any solid um, ground for time travel. No, I don't think so. Um, But no, I think it just sounded cool. I don't think it means anything. That's fine. Um, I'll accept that. um, Um, Okay, we've we've gone for the most sweary bit. What's the bit you're most proud of? I think... I'd like to say the flux capacitor, Mm. but I... I can only claim partial credit for that because it was a 3D printed assembly um, with a circuit board in the back. Well... Yes, I painted it and assembled it, but I didn't make it yeah. as such. So I would say probably the wiring, which might be a bit boring. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you, you say it might be a bit boring. I mean, yeah, it's probably not going to set your world on fire if you're sat there doing it. Mm. Uh, but it's so obvious. It's such a key part of it. Without the wiring, it wouldn't be the same at all. It's that that gives it its sort of raggedy edges. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's the thing you can see the most of, really. And all the wiring is bespoke because the stuff that came with the kit was the wrong scale. It was too big. Was the stuff that came with the kit, was it? basically just a loom or did they do it separately or? separately but it wasn't wire it was just in just colored tubing effectively just insulation right. the problem with that is it doesn't bend like wire because you can bend it at right angles and it crimps and it creases mm. because it's just rubber with nothing in it yeah this is real real multi-core wire and all the wiring is is bespoke mm. none of it came with the kit the great thing about, and particularly the, the big, thick black wiring down the sides and on the rear deck, it's multi-core copper wire. The great thing about it is you can bend it and it stays in that shape. Yeah, that's handy. For so I could trying. form it to sculpt it around the wheel arches. You're trying to root it wherever it needs to go. Yeah, and then the coloured wire, which doesn't do that so much, mm. um, cable tie it cable and clamp it to it. Um, the purple P clamps that are all over the car mm. are 3D printed. Um, they're actually they're re the real ones are incredibly rare. They're they're a very lightweight aircraft clamp, um, very very hard to find. Mm. Um, but that's that, that's that's, what they, that's what they are on the real car. Yeah, um, and mine are attached the same as they are on the real car. So holes drilled into the panels. And then the clamps screwed into the panel, and then the cabling goes through the clamp to hold it to the side of the car. Okay. Um, so they are attached in the same method that they are on the real had thing. Had to drill a hole in it. Yes. You had to drill that in the right place. Yes. That yeah, I mean, asking about the most stressful part, yeah, drilling the panels, because um, there were holes in the panels, but not enough, and not all in the right places. Oh great! So are they? What did you do about those? Are they? They buried and we can't see. They're hidden. Right. Yeah, they're hidden um, by That's the routing handy. of the cabling. Yeah, they were almost right, but not quite, because the wiring as came with the kit, which is molded molded plastic, and you just sort of clipped it on. Mm. Well, that that wasn't good enough. So, um, so when you did the screws for those, did did they come with the clips, or did you have no. to get the screws separately? No, the clips are three D printed, uh, so just from Shapeways. And the screws are from the same watchmaker's kit that I've used throughout the the model. Did you have to tap the holes? I thought I was going to, but because this is die-cast metal, it's soft enough that the screw going in, well, to, as long as you drill the hole not quite big enough, okay. the screw going in will sort of tap itself. As long as you don't tape it, take it in and out loads of times, yeah. as long as you're in and it stays yeah, in... Yeah. You're okay. Um, couple of them, little tiniest dab of super glue on the screw as it goes in. Okay. And yeah. that'll just hold it. Um, and that's enough. Unfortunately, I was concerned the 3D printed clamps wouldn't be strong enough uh, to hold real wire. Um, but there they are. They were. So that, mm. that worked really well. So, yeah, I think that particularly some of the wiring on the interior, I think it just looks, it looks just right. I was very pleased with that. Yes, um, I can't fault it. 
it's and, well and but a large port the the visual wire that we can see is any of it functional <laughs> i thought you might ask that no Right, okay. Not a single piece of wire that you can see is is real. Okay. I mean, it, it is real wire. Yeah. But it's not connected. Now, all the wire that actually makes everything light up is is hidden. Um, uh, there's one place in the. I don't know if you can see it in the doors. If oh. you look very carefully in the corner of the the hinge, um, you can see. I'm going to turn on the phone light. Yes, you I'm can see. In, try not to blind you. A little bit of wire that runs to the. Well, I can, yeah, I can the see door a, light. A, a white and a brown. Yes, that is the only piece of visible, real, functional. Okay. Wire in the whole thing. And to be honest, I wouldn't have noticed unless you. No, you you don't you don't really notice it. Um, no. Oh, it's there's a lot to take in. It's right. Yeah. There is a lot to take in. It's uh, yes. Um, I mean, there isn't the real thing. It's it's a real hodgepodge of just. I mean, it's all just stuff they found and they thought, oh, that looks cool. We'll stick that on. I mean, it. But it's its own particular kind of. I suppose that's the that that's a science fiction thing because we've mentioned it before about spacecraft or yeah. whatever that's right it's greeblies isn't it mm. it's it's greeblies full-scale greeblies mm. <laughs> and instead of kit bashing they're they're effectively um, military aircraft bashing yeah, yeah. In, in this case be it helicopters um, cars whatever you want we'll, mm. we'll find something like the green tubes that are on this side um they are f i believe from the hydraulic system on a military helicopter um, and the, the, there's a, an orange hose, silicon hose, that goes right across the rear deck uh, horizontally. Um, and that is from the cooling system from a, a Sikorsky helicopter, um, 1960s Sikorsky helicopter, things like that. There's loads of stuff like that on there that, you know, is, is really mm. specific. The, the aluminium cans that are used throughout it are... Um, from um, Honeywell computers from the 1960s. The, okay. the plutonium reactor is a um, hard drive enclosure from a nuclear submarine, <laughs> things like that. It's fantastic. And the top of it um, is a hubcap from a, a 1950s Dodge Polara that they painted black and stuck on the top. That's cool, isn't it? Um, there's just, it's all just stuff. It's just junk. It's really creative junk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um the big gold power supply that's on the mm. the middle. Um that was just a I mean that's that is a power it's a power supply. Um a Claire Electroseal power supply. Um <laughs> that they just you know, yep, that looks I'll cool. We'll stick that in there. Um yeah, it's and this I should say because people can't see it. This is the car from the f first film, so it's the plutonium reactor version, not the Mister Fusion flying version. I could have chosen to do that. I had all the parts to do that. Are oh, they give um, you the option? Yes. Is that Eagle Moss give you that? Option? Eagle Moss give you the option. There is now three D printed replacement Mister Fusions because the Mister Fusion that comes with the kit isn't brilliant. Are those the only two options they give? I'm assuming they don't bother with the the no the cowboy version. They do. You can build there's four different versions you can build. You can build the original plutonium reactor beginning of the first film, which is what I chose to do. They do the 
what's called the part two car so the flying version with the fold down wheels mm. the mr fusion on the back they do the third version which has the hood box as they call it the 1950s yeah. time circuits the white wall tires mm. the jacked up suspension um and then they do the fourth version which is the railroad version um on some track with okay. train wheels i thought um, you were going to say it. they do the the fourth one's the smashed one no just because your kit's been delivered by Hermes yes well yeah I was going to say you could probably achieve that Uh, (laughs) yes if you you have it shipped but um, if I was going to if I wasn't going to do this version or if I was going to do another one I would probably do the the final version the railroad version Um, I'd probably bookend it and have as it you know where it started how it's going (laughs) Mm. So well, that's very um, on trend with a bit of Twitter there. Very yeah, we good. Go, very good. Um, yeah, but I chose to do the original car. I think it's my personal favourite. I think it's the most uh, realistic, <laughs> which is a silly thing to say. Yeah, is that, that really, um, the old realistic time machine there? Yes, absolutely. Um, and um, yeah, it's the one that that I like the best. So that's that's the one I. And it's it's what they chose to do with the A car. Um, they removed the Mr. Fusion um, and decided to go with the, the first version. So mm. the car, as it is, as it rolls out the back of Doc's truck, the first time you see it, um, that's how it is. In fact, that's the only time the car's wearing the outer time license plate because it flies off, if you remember. Oh, it does, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so this is actually the car before it travels through time. This is as we very first see it. It's the first incarnation of it. Did Einstein go through with the plate intact? Uh, it, oh, now, oh, now you see you've you've done a thing there. It it well it flies off as he goes through time, doesn't it? And the mm. plate is left behind, so the car travels through time, but the plate doesn't. So the plate has come off before it travels. The plate never goes through time. Right there we go. Because it's spinning on the ground, isn't it? And smoking mm. um, with the fire trails either side of it. So mm. I don't, I, I, yeah, I would say the plate is not on it when it first goes through Okay, time. that's fine. I, I, I accept that. It's just been a while <laughs> since I've watched it. Yes, indeed. It's bloody marvellous. The detail, uh, I, I, have, I have surprised myself with what I Because when I started it, I thought, I'm not going to mod this. I'm just going to build it as it comes. Um, In fact, I wasn't even going to bother with the lighting. Mm. Um, But as I got into it, and I started to see some of the stuff that was available and what ideas people had and what a couple of other people were starting to do, I thought, no, if I'm going to do this, for what it costs and for the time it takes, I've got to go all out with it. I've got to. God, I love that. What it costs. Don't add that up. No, I don't know. Absolute mania. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And if anybody came to me and said, Oh, can you build me one? Off. You're gonna need no that. well, you're gonna need you're gonna need a checkbook. <laughs> Many zeros. Um yeah, no, I don't want to know what it costs. I, I no. Don't don't want that number. No. Um more than is sensible. Mm, yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Don't but worry. it's a one-off, isn't it? And it's mine, and I'll have it forever. And yeah. it's a it's a 
stunning piece. And you, you did very well. You got it down the stairs today without... I did. ...ending up in a heap. Without I disaster. Mean, you do yeah. have to go back up them later. I do, having yeah. had beers. Oh, um, but, it's yeah. It's probably, probably fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Take it steady. But I do think that it was a bit of a masterpiece, the original design for it. It was very... Mm. It was very... Getting something to look random and thrown together is actually quite difficult. Yeah, someone really has pulled out all the stops for this. I'd say. Well, Mike Chaffee is the guy who designed it. Right. Uh, Kevin Pike and his team at Film Tricks built it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a very, I think it's quite a clever design, um, and it to make it fit on the DeLorean and how they could modify the DeLorean removing the rear window and using that rear deck above mm. the engine which is kind of dead space on the DeLorean anyway. Yeah. Um and the you know the big center console and getting all the stuff on the dashboard and using the the bulkhead that they replaced the rear window with and fitting stuff to that and and it has to work on film as well. Yeah. You know it has yeah, yeah. to it has to you know, you have to be able to get camera angles to be able to see things and things. So it's, yeah, it was clever. Yeah, I mean, they certainly have compromised the space that was allocated for golf clubs. Well, that's gone. Yeah. It's full of wire now. Yeah. Wire and gubbins. Yeah, you've got your flux capacitor there and your... Mm, Doc and Marty are going to have to buy clubs wherever they arrive. I think so, if mm. they're, they're going back for a, um, a cheeky game. Yeah. Um, now, which bring While you mentioned luggage space... Okay. Um... I didn't do anything with the the trunk. Uh, a frunk, a if frunk. you will. Oh, very yes. good. Um, I made it accurate to the DeLorean, but technically the A-car had all kinds of gubbins under there. It had batteries and circuit boards and wiring yeah. to make all the gubbins work. Um, yeah, yours is somewhat um, more advanced than that. Yeah, so you exactly. don't need, didn't need any of that. You never saw it on screen. Mm-hmm. You don't see it at the museum. And what's under the bonnet now is not what was there during filming. No. Um, and there isn't a lot now because they don't need it anymore. No, um, no there's two is mains powered, I'd imagine. Uh, it is. Yes. yes, that's right. Yes, there is a plug. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, where it never has to move. Although it did move, actually, recently. It's been on display at the White House. Really? Yeah, in Washington, um, for a couple of weeks in a in an outside, but in a in a case, like not dissimilar to what we're looking well, at. Um, why have they done that? I have no idea. I couldn't find out why, but it's been it's a, I get uh, maybe part of um, Biden's Build Back Better thing. Um, I'm not sure. Um, oh, it's better than Boris's. He's been doing that on Twitter, hasn't he? Yeah, and it's. Not good. Um, however, let's not get into politics. We, we won't, but in, that's where that Picard picture came from. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. There we go. Very good. I'll, I'll share that for everyone, actually. You should. It's yeah. amusing and non-offensive. So I, think people, I think people will like that. Yeah. Um, uh, while we're on the topic of sharing things, there will be many pictures. There will be many pictures of this, yes, on our on our gram mm. um, and on the social medias. Yes, there will. Uh, we want you to see what we're talking about. And we, we're, we're even threatening um, a bit of YouTube. We are threatening a little video there. Mm. Yes, we'll, we'll try and try and get that done. Um, I'm, I'm keen to share. Mm. Um, and, yeah, we've uh, had a few teasers up there, and yeah, I think we might have even had the odd long shot. Not sure. 
Possibly. Possibly. Not I sure. Mm. I have on my own social media. I don't know if. Oh, okay. Possibly right. not no, on. Um, the, possibly giving... not on on the stuff I'm offering. Oh, okay. Then yeah. we'll. Um, but we'll, we'll sort that. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll treat everyone. We'll sort that. But um, no, for me, it was just something I've always liked the the time machine, and it when the opportunity to build this came up, I just mm. thought, well, it's a they only did a limited run of the kits, yeah. Um, and I thought, well, I've got to go for it, really, and make it as good as I possibly can. Well, and, and you did, and um, yeah, you, I'm, I'm I'm reasonably pleased with it. Yeah, you should be. You've you've done very well. I suppose the big question is. I mean, you're not going to do another DeLorean. I wouldn't have thought. Well, never say never. But okay, but not at the moment, no. Would you embark on a project like this for any other item? Yeah, I might. I might, yeah. Because I'm so pleased with the results. I learned so much doing it in terms of model making technique. Um, yeah, I think I might. Um what do you think it might be that lure you back in? There's a few things I've thought of. I think I'd quite fancy, quite fancy doing something on this scale, mm. but perhaps, um, I'm going to say a proper kit. I mean, not that this wasn't, but um, you know, a plastic, you know, mm. stick together kit, something like that. Um, we've mentioned it on the podcast before. There is a um, currently um, the um, Eagle from Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. You can get oh, a, yeah, yeah. a kit of the studio model. Um, that would be cool, quite fancy doing that. Mm. Um, that's yeah, that's that's quite tempting. I've looked at those. Um, I mean, in terms of cost, it would be nothing like what this cost um it would be much much more cost effective um yeah quite fancy doing an eagle i think yeah that might be next we'll so we'll have to see um there's no other part builds like this that particularly grab me at the moment um um like you mentioned doing like a uh a, a, a decent plastic kit mm. would you do one of um a c just a standard car would there be a model of car that you would be interested in doing I'd, I, I, one thing I did think of is if I could do if I could do a, a standard DeLorean from this kit <laughs> hmm. um, there is somebody that's that's trying but there's so much you've got to 3D print um, oh because yeah, there's quite a bit missing there's quite a lot of it rear windows the rear louvers um yeah the, yeah you've got to rebuild the dashboard um there's holes in your panels yeah um a standard car well a db5 springs to mind um, yeah um although see now i'd get side i'd want to do the bond one i wouldn't oh, want to do it, a, it, i would i'd want i'd want gadgets um Possibly a Tesla, Tesla yeah. Roadster, um, something like that. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, I have got a fairly sizable diecast collection. I'm not on this scale. No, no, um, no. That's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. It, this requires its own shelf where your other cars share oh, yeah. a shelf. Oh yeah. No, this this just, yeah. You've got to dedicate some space to something like this. Um, um, and 
Did you have to construct a new shelf for this? <laughs> no, but I did have to clear one off. <laughs> I did had you to... have to reinforce it? Um, no, uh, mm, no, but there is a there is a bit of a bend happening, so Could... I might have to. Have you weighed this? No, but it is heavy. I did well. Yeah, this is a big one, and it's, it's and it's mostly metal. There's there's an yeah. awful lot of metal in that because the chassis and everything because it's got a real chassis and a real well, not a real chassis, but I mean yeah. yeah. Metal chassis, mostly metal engine, uh, suspension, all that stuff is all on it. It's all, you know, real. Um, yeah. It's all metal. So, yeah, I can't lift it with one hand. You've got to get, you know, both hands. To, oh, very good. Yeah. Um, and looking at it in its case, I've not bent down far enough, but is there something that stops it shifting the, about? The wheels were a real problem. Um, the wheels were a real problem. Um, so the wheels are locked in place. They don't roll. Right, okay. The wheels were a problem for a couple of reasons. Um, because they were designed so that you could build the Part 2 car where the wheels fold down for flight mode. Oh, bloody hell. It had all that mechanism, but it wasn't particularly strong. Right. Um, I had a couple of them snap, and I had to get replacement parts. And they also tended to droop or not sit straight and you look like it'd been stanced. Oh. So you get a bit of camber going Jeez, there. A bit of camber, lovely. Plus, the original, as the kit came, the front ride height was wrong. Too high or too low? Too high. No. I think they'd modelled it from a standard DeLorean as it left the factory. Which is actually quite high. Which is quite high. Mm. The time machine had been really lowered, slammed, ah, slammed right you. down at the yep. front. You slammed you. Yes, yes, exactly. Which I wanted to replicate, and as you see, I have managed, but that took quite a bit of doing. Mm. By the time I'd got, I'd secured the droopiness and the stancing, and I'd lowered the front, the best thing to do with it was just to lock it all in place. Right. Um, so... So it doesn't roll away. It does not roll. Okay, no. that's fine. But I, I thought that's probably a good thing anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, on the shelf, not a problem, but like transporting it down the stairs, just bang, 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 to either end of the... Well, I didn't transport it down in its case. Um, that was done separately. Um, oh, my goodness me, several trips. Yes, several trips. And I had to drill through this base to get the cable in. Power cable, which attaches underneath. Okay, and is, you've only got the one cable going in. I'm assuming mm -hmm. the the power pack that plugs into the wall is is the biggest, bulkiest bit of the. It's pole. not too bad. It's like a laptop, but one. That, yeah. there's nothing underneath or anything that's. No, there is uh, an inverter in it mm -hmm. um, to make the electroluminescent wire works. That work that requires a. Um, an inverter so there is a little inverter in it um and there is um a couple of fairly sizable sort of junction points mm -hmm. um but yeah that's just one wire going in underneath um goes into where the battery compartment used to be so i've got a nice space where i can plug in so it is actually a socket, so you can detach the wire, oh, okay. uh, which is quite nice. Oh, right. Oh, that's handy if it's got the battery compartment. No, I'm assuming that's quite roomy. What, mm. it, what, what was it originally intended to run on? Uh, three double A's. Oh, right. Oh, I can see. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. It's not going to get it done. No. no. I, I realised quite early on it was going to have to be converted to mains in order mm. to get everything that I wanted I, doing. I mean, even, even three double A, what are we talking, four and a half volts? It, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not going to make 
a nice LED. No, but they weren't. The kit as it comes doesn't have any moving lights. There are no animation boards mm. or anything like that on it, which of course draw more power. Mm. Um, it didn't have the. Well, it, they had tried to light up the flux bands, um, but they'd done it just with fiber optic lit with an LED at one end. So you've got like a really bright bit and then it faded, 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 oh, faded. And it goes, to, they're too long to do it like that. Well, that's just a bit crap, isn't it? Uh, it was. No, yeah. you're, you're so, right to go down that route. Yeah, we've had a bit be. of that ourselves, actually. We do, we've used some of the lighting kits for the Lego. You have, and if you, you? Yeah. if you battery power them, they look a bit crap. Yeah. But pimp it with some mains. Oh, oh. all the power you need. Well, that, honestly, you, you can be in the room and use that as the illumination <laughs> yeah, for the room. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I mean this casts quite. I mean, the, you know, it's got all the headlights and everything on. So yeah. Yes. Let's. Let, can I ask you about your buttons? You certainly can. Yes, there is a remote control. Yes, indeed. Go on then. Talk, talk me through your numbers. We have six numbers. We have six numbers, um, and an all off and an all on. Right. The six numbers, um, and I should say, uh, the lighting, um, the remote control, and the flux band lighting, and uh, what's called the the cascade or the Christmas tree, the the sort of graphic equalizer job, yep. yeah, behind the driver's seat, uh, all comes from um, uh, a company called uh, Model Mods, very nice lady called Chloe who makes all that stuff, very good. Um, and also the. Uh, the kit that converts it to mains mm -hmm. is hers. I haven't fitted it in the way that was intended uh, for the reasons. Yep. Um, I had to sort of break the kit apart and distribute it in various places mm. um, because as designed, they'd got the power cable coming out of the bottom of the car, which is fine, but the plug was too deep for the lowered front suspension. The car ended up actually sitting on the cable. Oh dear. The front wheels were right. off the ground. So okay, that's not going to help, is it? Had to modify the installation, but the kit uh, that it's based on it came from her. So you can turn on and off different elements of the car. So you can't change the colour of everything because obviously it's an accurate representation of the original vehicle. Yes, we're not we're not rocking the RGBs here. No. <laughs> um, so you can turn it all off. There the door lights and that light on the TFC switch in the middle uh, remain on. Um, and then you can just light different parts of the car. So there's, there's the bands. Um, that is, what's number two? We I saw something happen. Number two, is that the plutonium reactor? I think it might uh, be. Yes, it looks like we've got a bit of life there. And then number three is the dashboard i think so we've got the oh, yeah, instruments yeah, yeah. the plutonium gauges we have a cluster indeed yes we do number four is the flux capacitor and the christmas tree oh lovely and then number uh, that was number five and then number six is the front and rear lights excellent so you can choose to display it as it is at the peterson so no exterior lights but all the interior lights um, or you can have everything or just choose yeah choose what you want oh, so very good it's uh, that's an, a, a very well it came with the power mod but it's a very nice uh, very nice addition to be able to remote control it because you can turn it on and off without having to take the case off do you remember the receiver for such things or is it just part of uh, I'm assuming it's not 
infrared then? Uh, no, that's a very good point, actually. Uh, there isn't a receiver is it, module as is far it as RF? I'm aware. Yeah. I think it must be. Yeah. yeah, I think it must be. I like that as well. Yes. They'll have thought that through because, well, you don't want to put a receiver on it, or an infrared receiver. I mean. No, and you want to be able to turn it on and off without taking it out of its display case. Mm. Um, so there is also a master switch on the power cable, so you can kill the whole thing um, in one go. Oh, that's if you see the smoke. Uh, yeah, we don't ever want to even think about that. No, no. no. <laughs> well, I suppose it... I, I, I'm assuming you don't have it on all the time. No, I don't. Maybe uh, treat yourself of an evening. I, I do put it on an evening. There are a couple of times I've left it on by accident overnight, um, but it's been fine. I mean, well, it's, it's only it's, LEDs. It's LEDs. It's not... It's, yeah. You're not, you've not got bloody incandescent bulbs. In there, I've not got it? bulbs melting certain no. components, no. And, and since a lot of the lights are inside 3D printed parts, uh, that wouldn't really work. <laughs> so yep. it would be a blob come the morning. So. Okay, I suppose the next step then is if to take the lighting to the next level would be to get it integrated with Alexa or the like. There is a chap on the group on the build group on Facebook who has fitted and Ar- done it with an Arduino. Right. And I believe he's managed to hook that up to an app. Right. So there is movement in that direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. It won't um, be long before you can yell at, yell at the Amazon lady to turn your DeLorean on. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It won't be long. Someone will do that. Mm. Yes. I'm not taking mine apart to fit that. Um, but, oh, no, you uh, do. I put a smart plug on it. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yes, yeah. we could do that. There is more lighting Lighting I could have done, mm-hmm. um, but I was running out of places to plug the LEDs in without adding more circuit boards. Okay. Um, so what, what else? Well, there's no number plate lights. Mm. There's a little box over, a little high-voltage box over here on the interior where the buttons technically on the A-car do light up. Um, mine don't um, uh, is there anything else uh, oh yes the keypad on the time circuits each individual button the little green keypad right. uh, should oh, light yeah, up yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it does on the A car but for that you'd have needed very very delicate uh, fiber optics uh, to get one behind there is a guy who's done it um, that was getting a little bit beyond what I was looking to do. Yeah, I mean, while it is a big model, those bits are still incredibly small. Yes, there are still some very small bits on it. Mm. Um, there is a chap as well with, I think he's done it with an Arduino. Um, he's made the um, lights so you can flash the headlights, turn the flash the indicators, okay. um, things like that, uh, turn the reverse lights on. Um, <laughs> this actually does... Uh, there is a micro switch in this. This will turn the brake lights on if you push the brake pedal. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the only uh, interactivity, if you like. Uh, but the brake pedal does work, and it does turn the lights on. Okay. That's lights on, which is rather cool. Yeah, I like that. Nice um, little attention to detail. The uh, There is some... EL wire in the plutonium reactor, as mm-hmm. you see that lights yeah, yeah, up yellow. That. And as I think you know, that's never seen in the film, no. but it is it is seen in the teaser trailer. 
that for was the movie. It. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've covered that, haven't we? Where Michael yeah. J. Fox is, is in the car and, you know, how far are you going, about 30 years, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only time it's seen lit up, but it was capable of lighting up. For some reason, it was never in a movie. Um, I mean, I don't feel sure change that it wasn't. No, but it is on this. The only again, the other thing I didn't do was there's three switches in the centre of the steering wheel. Oh yes, you never see those in the movie either, but they do light up on the real car. Um, mine don't. Um, yeah, I was gonna, we don't. I don't remember seeing those at all. No, I don't think you even see the switches in the movie, but no. they are there. Uh, there are three rocker switches in the centre of the steering wheel. Um, they just put stuff everywhere. Oh yeah. Absolutely everywhere. Yes, you should be very pleased. I, I think I am. Mm. On the whole, I think it came out rather well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, one day we must have a pilgrimage to the Peterson in Los Angeles. Oh, I would love that. And go and see the real one. Well, that, that was on our list, wouldn't it? It was on our list, and then the world went wrong. Oh, no, that, no, that was... <laughs> actually, no, it was fine. That was on our list for when lockdown was easing, when the, the mm. potential of going somewhere again. It was on our list of automotive destinations. Mm, yes, was, yes, yeah. it was. Yes, that's right. Now, the, the Peterson's got a lot of special stuff. In fact, um, Bond in Motion is there now. Yes. So we have we have a, a Bond DB5 and the original DeLorean time machine. We might actually wet ourselves. <laughs> we, we might, actually, because... Is, Having seen Bond in Motion, again, much like going to the Haynes Museum, the DB5 wasn't there. So, yes, the one thing that you want to see is not there, along the lines of the XJ220 never being a bloody museum. Yeah, you've not not done well there, have you? Although I think now that they've built a whole set of replica DB5s... Oh, they're bloody everywhere. I think that, yeah. I mean, there were three at the... um, The premiere of Mm. No Time to Die. No, back to the automotive destinations... The Lauman, they've yes. got the first promotional car. You said, yeah. So that that's the, probably the closest we're going to get, short term. Yeah, short term, probably. Short term is. to one where then probably real... is. But if there was an opportunity to see the original, that's a bit different. Yeah. Of the DeLorean. Yeah, we'll have um, a bit of that. That would be bring your uh, cameras. That would be rather marvellous. Yes, absolutely. Mm. But it's it's a car I've I've for three years been unnaturally obsessed with. Um, Mm, obsessive touching studying every inch of it um, to get everything every cable tie Mm. every screw every clip every little bit of wire as close to the original as possible well nailed it really didn't you I reckon yeah not done too bad Um, I'm sure there are Better well, I, there's one in particular, and I would class as better than mine. But I think the guy is a professional model maker. So it's should we, should we let him have that? We'll let him have that. Yeah. No, I approve. It's a it's a thing. It's a fine shelf edition. Mm, it is. You're going to need a bigger room. Yes. Mm. They are now doing the Ghostbusters Ecto One. Oh, we've had this discussion. Yes, we have. That is also one eighth scale. That's big. That's that's a big. That's a big. The DeLorean is quite small. It's not. Yeah, a, the DeLorean is not a big car. Mm. Um, the Ecto One is the Millimeteor Cadillac is absolutely colossal. <laughs> yes, I mean it's. I've toyed with it. 
but every time I've toyed with it, the bank balance has said no. Yeah, I mean, it's not cheap. No. Um, it is spread over a long time. Mm, yeah, I could, um, I could, I could deal with that because I think, I think you got sent a complimentary part. For I got the first issue, which I gave to you. Yeah, which I yes. it's yes. still with my collection of bits and bobs <laughs> on the shelf. Yes, but that coincided with shortly after we had a bit of lockdown and we did no, no one was certain of income i thought yeah if i announce that i've signed up for <laughs> a two-year stint of spending far too much money on yes something not, you really don't need yeah that there yeah. might be a kick in a region that i'm not keen this was done before all that happened yeah. um yeah you yeah you yeah you got in there ahead of time i did i mean this was you know it was about eight nine quid a month for years for yeah for some time yeah um but then there's all the mods on mm. top and all the materials and paint and yeah yeah don't worry about that no um because i've got this mm. and it's brilliant uh, yeah it, it, the end product really does make you forget about that doesn't it mm, it does because I, I can just sit and look at this for ages oh yeah it's yeah, yeah. it's it's a great thing and it's what there's so many detail there's so much detail on it um you know there's always a new angle to look at it from um yeah yeah you've got plenty of photograph opportunity on mm, well we'll put some photographs up as we said and um mm. yeah quite a thing um and very grateful to everyone who who provided parts and gave information in the group um as i say the information from joe walser was uh, vital um in fact he has now um produced uh he's written a haynes manual for the oh. delorean time machine which goes into what he's put basically all this detail and information about the real car in a book right. which didn't it came out about a month after I finished this? Oh, sod it! <laughs> it would have been my Bible. Um, have you uh, have you bought it? I haven't, but it is. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping my birthday's coming up. As we said. so, I'm hoping subtle uh, hints to people. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to get twenty on now. Um, yeah, that would yes, I'd quite like that because not only has he. You know, it's a, the oily hand of Haynes showing you how things are constructed. He's built this whole uh, kind of doc's diary into it. Mm. So not only what was done, but his reasoning behind it and all the way from buying the, the DeLorean and then piece by piece mm. putting it together. Um, and has written this whole kind of story around it. It's very good. Well, I've, I've I'll add that to my Christmas list. Then. Yeah, I think it's the sort of geeky nonsense that we we need. Yeah, I've got I've got various ones in those um, Haynes manuals. From they're very good. Fictional they? bits and bobs. Mm, they're very good. Yes, I like that. It's the sort of book you'll just read cover to cover mm. um, and just be really diff sad and nerdy about. Yeah, um, well, it's Christmas list perfect because. As with Christmas of all the time, you get a book and you go right. I've actually sat on my ass doing nothing yes, for once. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna devour this. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's covered every single part of the build um, of the real car uh, in this Haynes manual. So I think that that might have to be devoured. Good. Um, yep. But, I have that. Uh, it's quite a thing. The original is quite a thing, and 
the model is too, and I'm I'm very pleased with it. You should be chuffed. Mm. Yes. Yeah, nicely done there. And I hope everyone enjoys the pictures online. They will. And like, uh, comment, subscribe. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, guys, guys. Yeah. Guys, yeah, come on, guys. What colour should we paint it? Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> no, we're not on YouTube, are we? Well, well it, it might be. Podcasts yeah. are, but... Yes. Oh, good heavens, yes. Let's not do that. No, no, well, we're not proper YouTubers yet anyway, because we haven't bought a second-hand Lamborghini. We haven't. No. And and then they're asking our subscribers what, how we should wrap it and yeah. what wheels we should put on it. And, <laughs> yes. You will have the interior out in a minute and oh, all of that. Dreadful. Yes. Hmm. No, let's not do that. No. Um, okay then. Well, that's good. We'll, yeah. Should we wrap things? I up I think there? we should wrap the, wrap this up here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hope everybody has enjoyed hearing about my disturbing uh, hobby for the last three years. Um, yes. Yeah, a bit of disturbing. It's fine. Um, I'll get you to write some notes for it for the. Web's page happy to with the yes. episode and have lots of photographs. We'll get a video done. There isn't yeah. one at the moment, but we'll get a video done. Yeah, I've got a bit of time between recording now and releasing, so yes. we'll be all right. Yeah. We'll do that. You'll have yes. all the treats. Yes, we'll get that but done. Yes. Well, thank you very much for a bit of a listen, and I I hope you enjoy as much of Delorean as I've been doing. I've been sat here ogling it. <laughs> you have. But yeah, but uh, we will we'll post it all. So check it out on all the Instagram and the Twitter. And um, yes, thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank you.